Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Boy, have we got a lot to get into here today on the show. Very, very busy weekend. Every weekend, every week is now busy with Raw on Monday, NXT AW on Wednesday, SmackDown on Friday, now on Fox, and of course, everything that goes on over the course of the weekend. We got the SmackDown thoughts here today. If you haven't heard any of the Observer radio shows, only for subscribers at WrestlingObserver.com, we'll give some thoughts on the SmackDown draft show on Friday here on this program, and also... Talk about Monday night's draft. So much to talk about regarding the draft. We also have the ratings for the Friday night show. Not good. The show down nearly 1 million viewers. And keep in mind when you think about the show being down a million viewers from last week. Last week, there was an issue with Dish. And so Dish Network was not carrying Fox. And so this week... There was a larger audience to pull from with all of those people that have Dish Network. They still lost a million viewers from last week's show. We'll go over all of the ratings for SmackDown here. As noted, talk about the rosters for Raw and SmackDown. We have the updated rosters heading into tomorrow's draft. We've also got the list of who is eligible to be drafted tomorrow. AW notes, we got five matches scheduled for the AEW show coming up on Wednesday, which, by the way, is four more matches than we had coming out of SmackDown with a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view coming up a couple of days later. We've got updates on Ring of Honor, new WWE signees, a new commentator this week for AEW Dark, and so much more. For the moment, today, only text messages to 425-780-7566. You can email me, brian at wrestlingobserver.com, and you can send your tweets to at Brian Alvarez. Follow me on Twitter. All sorts of great stuff on my Twitter. That's at Brian Alvarez. Mike is at Semper BB. We're going to kick this all off and get back from the break. Wrestling Observer Live. You've heard me talking about four hymns and how they are helping guys look their best. If you haven't, 
It's time to see what they're all about. 66% of men start to lose their hair by the age of 35. And once you've noticed thinning hair, it can be too late. Solution, 4 a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness, and more for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims is helping guys be the best version of themselves with licensed physicians and FDA-approved products to help treat hair loss. Order now. Listeners to this program can get started with the 4Hims Complete Hair Kit for just $5 while supplies last. See website for full details and safety information. This could cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy somewhere else. Go to 4 slash wrestling. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash wrestling. 4 slash wrestling. Tired of wearing the same five shirts every week? We can help. Stitch Fix is a personal styling service that matches you with your own stylist. Someone who listens to what works for you and delivers clothes right to your door. So you take the hassle out of shopping and find new styles that leave you feeling great. It starts with a simple profile you create in just minutes. Explore different styles and leave notes for your stylist about what you like. For a small $20 styling fee, your clothes are hand-selected for you based on your profile and then delivered to you so you can try them on in the comfort of your own home. Pay only for what you keep and send everything else back. Plus, the styling fee is applied to what you keep and shipping, returns, and exchanges are always free. With Stitch Fix, you'll get access to great looks ranging from refined to rugged, and everything is hand-selected to fit your physique and your budget. Discover the stylist and styles that work for you at stitchfix.com. Personal styling for men, women, and kids. stitchfix.com. Personal styling for everybody. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute Absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. We have much to get into here today on the program. Let's talk about this SmackDown show. This show sucked, not going to lie. I'm waiting to see if we get anybody who's going to contact us here today telling us that they actually liked the draft show. I'd love to hear it if you were one of those people. There was nothing to like about this show. They did a goofy, fake draft. They had these totally cornball USA Network and Fox war rooms where these alleged Fox and USA executives were sitting around watching the draft and celebrating when they got Roman Reigns, for example, and booing when they lost Alexa Bliss, of all people. There's not even TVs in the rooms 
to watch the draft. I don't even know how they got this information. Apparently, we're supposed to believe they weren't even watching the show. They just had a fella on a landline getting the results sent to him. It was completely ridiculous. The Fox War Room had Cletus the Robot standing around, throwing papers in the air. It was so corny. The show opens with a match to determine which brand gets the first pick. Roman Reigns representing SmackDown, Seth Rollins representing Raw. In the very first match of the second ever show on Fox, trying to attract a new audience of sports fans because of all of the advertising on the sports channels, the match ends when a guy in a mask comes through a hole in the ring, drags Seth Rollins to hell, smoke comes out of the hole, and then they announce, well, Roman Reigns has been disqualified. What? So Raw got the first pick. And then, by the way, they have the temerity to tell us that tomorrow they're going to do this again. Becky and Sasha are going to wrestle, and the winning brand gets the first pick. Are you kidding me? Then they had some matches. There was nothing to them. They had some picks. There was nothing to them. They alert us that you can draft a team as one pick. And then the morons at the USA Network draft Alexa and then draft her partner Nikki as a second pick. At which point, Nikki and Alexa go on social media and say, so glad that our team didn't get broken up. I don't know what to tell y'all. Bailey cut her hair off and turned heel. I guess that's like the only redeeming quality of the show. Even though she'd been a heel, she just turned from heel to heel. That was like the main event. Overall, just a bad show. Would you like to defend any of it, Mike? No, not really. I guess the best defense is, is maybe it wasn't as offensive as you believe it was. It was just uh, no, it was averagely bad. It's horrible. <laughs> well, you know, I'll say this. With it being the second edition on the Fox Network, your second showcase after the first one went, as far as a reaction to the graphics and, and overall, you know, everybody was kind of up for that show. Let's see how we follow behind it this week with AEW with their show, with NXT with their show, and then, of course, obviously with SmackDown and I don't think they did a good job. It felt very pedestrian. It felt like nothing has really ever changed, even though they did have the the goofy draft stuff. I agree with you on Bray Wyatt. You know, the the big problem is going to be, you know, selling this across the line. And, you know, maybe we're just at a time where, and we're definitely at a time when it comes to people's employment, where we just piecemeal things together. And it feels like now more than ever with, like, NWA being out there, with AEW having... Some stuff I've really liked, some stuff I've really hated, with WWE being something that you have to sometimes pick and choose and fast forward through, uh, unless you're, you know, if you don't, you're going to lose your sanity. Same thing with NXT now, with that being two hours, it's like, you know, I think you just have to kind of pick and choose what you like, and, and to get too frustrated over this whole show in, an enti- as in, in, in its entirety is just, you, you can't do it anymore. I don't even know who can watch the whole thing in its entirety without fast-forwarding through it or without watching a Hulu version of it. So, you know, they had a bunch of problems out there for two hours that just, you know, they've been making in the past, and they've been making over and over again, combined with some, some new goofiness because of the draft, and the the whole thing with the draft. Remember on Friday when Tom, you and I were doing that fantasy draft, and, and don't even get me started. Where people, 
Well, I was going to say, I mean, we should actually note that about the, the lack of creativity and just that just the the WCW way they go about doing business again, it rears its head because we have a list that, that we're reading off of for this draft. And it's the actual draft order that these people were taken in. Like they just took the the handwritten note of like, OK, this is what we're going to do and then smacked it up there. So I don't know if there's any drama for Monday night and for Raw in the draft, because if you just look at who. Well, the order of the up. people that they're in, then you'll, you'll know the draft. They, they'll mix it up for Raw. They learn their lesson. But yes, somebody Brian, sent the look, social media people. Hold on. Are you sure about that? Yes. Yes, I'm positive. Because they already okay. changed it on WWE.com. They they changed it around so it's now alphabetical order on WWE.com. So they know they made this mistake. They Someone sent the social media department, the website, a list of all of the draft picks from SmackDown in order and told the website to alphabetize them. Why can't you okay, do that? Okay, hold on a hold second. On a second. Why can't you do that? Why can't the guy that had the list just alphabetize it himself before sending it to the social media crew? Because Dave tried to argue this was not incompetence. Dude, this is WCW-level incompetence. Of course it is. They drafted them in the exact same order that appeared on WWE.com. Which, by the way, when we did our picks on Friday... At some point, I would say right around uh, the Viking Raiders, somebody suddenly realized, oh, my God, this is exactly the same list that's on the website. And so they decided, like, for the rest of the show, they were going to switch it up a little bit. Or actually, as Dave said, the, and I don't even understand how this is even possible, he says, the plan was to draft Alexa and Nikki separate. Why? Why? What? <laughs> so the point of this is I lost the draft pool. Because they drafted a tag team as two separate people who, according to social media, are still a tag team. I got screwed. Now, well, if you listen to the show on Friday, Tom and I basically did that, too. We drafted them separately, but they're on the same brand. This is this doesn't make any sense at all. So well, here is your here are your rosters right now, everybody. Ra has Becky, OC, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, Ricochet, Lashley, Alexa Bliss, Kevin Owens, Natalia, Viking Raiders, Nikki Cross, Street Profits. EC3, Eric Young, and Sin Cara. The SmackDown brand has Roman Reigns, The Fiend, Sasha, Strowman, Lacey Evans, SmackDown Tag Team Champions, The Revival, Lucha House Party, Heavy Machinery, Apollo Crews, Drew Gulak, Heath Slater, Tamina, and the B-Team. Now, some of you may be asking, how does SmackDown have, for example, Apollo Crews and Tamina? They weren't drafted. Well... They're already doing the supplemental draft, even though the Raw draft show hasn't happened yet. And Apollo Crews was in, Apollo Cruz was in the pool for Raw tomorrow, but for some reason, unbeknownst to me or anybody, they took him out of the pool and just drafted him early. Why? I have no earthly idea. I'm sure they have some convoluted explanation for this. But it doesn't make any sense. And by the way, I got a message from, of all people, Cortez Castro, who couldn't believe I was so upset about the Alexa Bliss Nikki Cross thing. Do you think Cortez Castro is actually watching SmackDown? I don't no. think so. No. So you don't have a right to yell at me on Twitter about my thoughts about SmackDown because I actually had to watch the whole show. I warned people how bad the show was. And people were like, oh, it can't be that bad. Then they watched the show, and they're like, oh, my God, that show was horrible. Well, okay. I tried to warn you. 
Well, look, the reason you asked what the reason was uh, for that decision of the Apollo Crews, because WCW, and I understand what Dave's saying, those mistakes do happen, but what makes it WCW, what makes it, it grand incompetence is it fits in with a whole bunch of other stuff, a whole bunch of I's that don't get dotted anymore, and a whole bunch of T's that don't get crossed, with a bunch of mistakes that are made that we used to laugh at impact for, a bunch of, of, of gunshots in your foot that we used to laugh at WCW for. Now it's WWE, and I understand that Vince McMahon has got a lot to do with this too, but there's a whole thing. I mean, once the, the brain starts breaking down, at some point the body starts to crumble, and, uh, you know, the, the, it starts from the top, and it floats down, and there's a lot of dumb errors that get made all over the place, and that's really disappointing because for the longest time it was a company that really just never made any like that. Back in a moment, it was Live. You don't gotta go to work. Do you have a problem hearing the television? Do you need to crank up the volume so loud your family is screaming at you? Then put on your TV ears. TV Ears has helped millions of people just like you hear TV loud and clear without cranking up the volume. For about 60 bucks for the 30-day free trial, you can get your own set of TV Ears. When you wear TV Ears, you can mute the TV volume for private listening or let others watch TV with you. Order in the next 10 minutes and take us up on our 30-day home trial and very special price. TV Ears is a brand hearing professionals have trusted for more than 20 years. And through this special radio offer, you can get your very own for just $60. Just mention promo code RADIO. So put on your TV ears and make everyone happy. 800-984-4207. 800-984-4207. That's 800-984-4207. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how 
simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call, that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. So we had this show on Friday that sucked, I said. And the fans thought so as well. Last night's SmackDown Friday night, 2.898 million viewers in the overnights. Down 25% from last Friday's Fox premiere. In the 18-49, SmackDown averaged a .95, down from 1.35 last week. If you recall, everybody, the goal for SmackDown on Fox on Friday night was an average of a 1 in the 18-49 demo. We're on week 2, which was the draft show, which was heavily promoted, which was coming a week after a show that did 4 million viewers, and SmackDown is already below a 1 in the 18-49 demo. 0.95 fell from 1.35. The only demo where SmackDown didn't fall. Three guesses, everybody. Well, their best demo, people over 50. Old people. Comparison to the other networks, Fox trailed CBS, NBC, but did beat ABC. SmackDown finished finished first in 18-34 and 18-49. First hour, SmackDown averaged 2.925 million. Hour two, 2.872 million. Only dropped 2%. Better audience retention than Raw usually has. Last week's dropped 3% from the first to the second. But the Dwayne Johnson thing probably skewed that. The final viewership was 14,000 up last week from the overnight. So this is pretty much where it's going to be, everybody. They lost 1.1 million viewers. From last week to this week. And last week, when I watched that SmackDown, I said I didn't like that show. And I had to hear blowback from people telling me the show was great. If you liked the show, then I'm happy for you. But the show was not great, as was evidenced by week two. Because everything they did on last week's show was about The Rock, who you're probably never going to see again, at least for a long time. Tyson Fury... And Cain Velasquez, who are fighting at the Crown Jewel show, one of whom is not going to be around after this, and one of whom, I don't know what they're doing with Cain Velasquez, and Brock Lesnar, who's rarely on the show and certainly never wrestling on the show. They did virtually nothing for all of the wrestlers that have to carry the show week in and week out. This week we had a show carried by those same wrestlers, and it lost 1.1 million viewers. What did they build up for next week? What did they do for next week to make you excited? Anybody? Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, and guess what? They're going to keep reaping these uh, things that they've sown for a long time. And 
It is a long game as, as looking at the analysis of WWE. Are they making enough new fans when so many of their fans were basically born and bred in the 80s and they're the ones that are spending? They're the ones who seem to be spending on the network. They're the ones who are doing all of this stuff. What are you what are you building? What are you creating? And, you know, AEW's got more of an ear to the street with the guerrilla campaign that they have, but in some ways they're kind of facing the same thing, except they're new. You know, once that new baby smell is off, once they're you know, think they fall into a routine, where are we gonna be at? You know, I think with them at least we're really gonna know by the first of the year, a little after the first of the year, that first quarter, really where they stand. With WWE, it's it's an interesting one because Long term, even though they have the biggest stars, even though they have all the flashy attention on all of that sort of stuff, you know, the backbone of their business, you know, for a long time, it was house shows. And we're kind of reaching a time now where it's like, are we going to see a WCW type of pullback with house shows? I mean, how much how much hardcore brand feet on the ground loyalty are, are they creating and are they cultivating? And it just does not seem like much. And I know. That's a, a big dramatic statement when they're still a billion-dollar company. I don't expect them to go out of business like ever. But, you know, you do, as a, as a fan that has been watching this stuff now for over 30 years, well over 30 years, I it, it, it is less buzz now than ever as far as what feels like a generation taking wrestling and, and, and continuing on with it. All right, so the draft tomorrow. These people are eligible Alistair Black, Ali, Andrade, AOP, Apollo Crews is on the list, but he actually apparently already got drafted. Bailey, Brock Lesnar, Buddy Murphy, Carmella, Charlotte, Cedric, Kurt and Zack Ryder, Dana Brooke, Daniel Bryan. No, these are all in alphabetical order. Drake Maverick, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode, Elias, Eric Rowan, Fire and Desire, King Corbin, Jinder Mahal, Liv Morgan, Luke Harper, Mojo Rawley, The Miz, No Way Jose, Rey Mysterio, Truth, Rusev, Samoa Joe, Seth Rollins, Sarah Logan, Shelton Benjamin, Shinsuke Nakamura, the Iconics, the Kabuki Warriors, the New Day, and Titus O'Neil. Notice all of those teams can be drafted as teams for one pick. We'll see if they split anybody up. My guess is they will not. Is anybody excited for the draft tomorrow after SmackDown? Anybody? Like, tell me if you are. I want to know. No, especially now with the XFL draft coming up. That's going to be the 14th and 15th as well, too, I believe. It's uh, t- tomorrow and Tuesday or Tuesday and Wednesday, something like that. Whatever it is, I'm, I'm more interested in that than I am anything on Raw. All right. Got AEW notes for this coming Wednesday. AEW World Champion Chris Jericho defending against Darby Allin, Philadelphia Street Fight. Riho versus Britt Baker. Kenny Omega, Hangman Page versus John Moxley and Pac. Lucha Brothers versus Jurassic Express, Tag Team Tournament first round match, and the Best Friends versus SoCal Uncensored also an AW Tag Team first round match. So we'll see who advances in this tournament on Wednesday and whether Darby Allen can become the AEW World Heavyweight Champion. My guess is he won't, but you never know. Let's do some of the text messages here. This person here says, Oh, so many. AW should cool it on the lights out stuff. I thought the Dark Order was coming out twice last Wednesday. And how is Britt Baker a face? Kids hate to go to the dentist. Well, this is not necessarily a show for kids. I don't think that her dental hygiene. So you go to the roles. dentist like what? Twice a month now at this point? I go every I go every three months, Mike, like I'm supposed to. 
three months. This person here says, I 100% agree with how stupid the Rollins Fiend angle was. I had a non-wrestling fan watch and asked me, what the heck was that? I didn't know exactly how they're going to attract new viewers with that hokey stuff. I tried to explain this on the board, but, like, nobody wants to listen. Well, the stupid people don't want to listen. If you want a guy to come out of the ring and drag a guy through a hole, great. Do that in November or December or January after you have grabbed whatever new fans you're going to grab when SmackDown debuts on Fox and they're pushing it super hard to a brand new audience of sports fans. Not only do you have a clown come out of a hole in the ring the second week on Fox, but the whole idea behind that match, it was a very important match. Who is going to get the first draft pick? What could be a bigger match than that? And it ended when the lights went out and it came out of a hole in the ring and dragged some dude into the smoke. So yeah, that's really stupid thing to do on week two. You're trying to capture my father-in-law, who's a sports fan that doesn't watch wrestling. If you can hook him and he gets to know who the characters are, then yeah, at some point down the road, he'll accept a dude in a mask dragging a guy through a hole in the ring, but he ain't going to accept that on day one. He's a guy watching football and baseball and everything else. And you do a match that's supposed to be important that ends with The Fiend getting up with Roman Reigns disqualified because The Fiend attacked Seth Rollins. That's it for that guy. He's not watching anymore. Trust me on this. Well, what really made it worse, too, was the fact that then you get Seth Rollins popping out of that hole, and then he's got to sell uh, being the thespian that he is, that he was, you know, taken to some sort of nether region that, that happens to, to, to be some pit of, of Dante's Inferno that, that opens up underneath the ring when he falls down underneath there. And then he pops back up, and, and come on. I mean, just that doesn't help matters either. If you're going to do something like this, you got to make it jarring, I would assume. Isn't that the point of these scary evil clowns is they, they do things that will scare you and stick with you and things like that? I mean, I don't know. Maybe it happens in Seth's mind, but they're not doing a very good job portraying that to me to make me scared for Seth and to make me want to see what's going to happen next. It's just like, okay, here we go, and it's out. Versus as New Japan's show been canceled due to the her, the typhoon hitting Japan. Uh, as of last night, no, the show must go on. So, unless things have and, changed today, it's happening. Yeah, and Kidani, did, just as an update, too, sent out a tweet, I believe, saying something along the lines that everybody's okay. I guess there was flooding at the offices, but it was first floor. No worries about that. And, and no talent or anything like that is in any harm right now. Hear that typing? Yes when I had to type somebody a text message response because I can't say what I was going to say on the air. <laughs> How did Cesaro get drafted after Heath Slater or the B team? Has he been drafted? Did he go in the sure. supplemental draft? Yeah, was that what, part see. of that with Apollo and whatnot? I don't see him in the supplemental draft. So, no, he hasn't been drafted yet, dude. The and list I it? read was the people in the pool for tomorrow. So... All of those guys, Cesaro, etc. Actually, Cesaro's not listed there. Where is Cesaro? Did he get drafted? I think he made a joke about that. He was either left off when they redid it or whatever because he did write free agent, uh, apparently. Uh, maybe he's going to NXT. Wow. So know. he didn't get drafted, but he also hasn't been signed in the supplemental draft. 
Hey, I have an idea. Maybe he'll he go goes to, to NXT and reforms the uh, Kings of Wrestling with Chris Hero, and then we're all happy. It's fine with me. Uh, hmm, that's weird. Back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. season's back and now you can get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners betonline.ag sign up today to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit and make your bets on your favorite professional or college teams every spread every total every winner and every loser straight bet parlay or tease your way through the season Will Mahomes throw for 56 touchdowns? Can the Pats go undefeated? Well, you can bet on all of this with the fastest odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to betonline.ag or use your mobile device to join today and use promo code COACH55 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Get into all the action today with betonline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. And now for an important announcement. Do you or does someone you know sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but a common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you. It's your mattress. Fortunately, there is a cure. It's called Purple. Purple is the only mattress with a scientifically engineered smart comfort grid. This patented technology is designed to let air flow freely so you sleep cool. Side effects of sleeping on Purple include sleeping better, feeling better, and, well, honestly, smelling better. Try the Purple mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. And for a limited time, pick a free Purple product with your mattress purchase by texting SLEEPY to 84888. The coolest sleep of your life and a free Purple product by texting SLEEPY to 84888. That's S-L-E-E-P-Y to 84888. You've heard me talking about four hymns and how they're helping guys look their best. If you haven't... It's time to see what they're all about. 66% of men start to lose their hair by the age of 35. And once you've noticed thinning hair, it can be too late. Solution, 4 a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness, and more for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims is helping guys be the best version of themselves with licensed physicians and FDA-approved products to help treat hair loss. Order now. Listeners to this program can get started with the 4HIMS Complete Hair Kit for just $5 while supplies last. See website for full details and safety information. This could cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy somewhere else. Go to 4 slash wrestling. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash wrestling. 4 slash wrestling. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Yes, we're back on the show, everybody. I actually got through a lot of news and comment here, so 
That's right. Sunday afternoon, going to open up the phone lines. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. Don't call the other number. It's no longer operable. Operative? Anyway, 1-800-878-PLAY. You ripped it out of the wall. Just admit it. I did. I threw it away. 1-800-878-7529. We'll take calls here in just a moment. Bound for Glory is coming up, and we've got a full card for the Impact Wrestling Show. Sunday, October 20th, next Sunday, we have got Brian Cage versus Sammy Callahan for the Impact World title. Taya Valkyrie versus Tennille Dashwood for the Knockouts title. Jake Crist, who is the X Division champion, against Tessa Blanchard, Daga, Ace Austin, and one more in a five-way ladder match. Impact Tag Team Champions, The North. That's Josh Alexander and Ethan Page versus Rich Swan and Willie Mack, an RVD and Rhino triple threat match. Michael Elgin versus Naomuchi Marafuji. Moose versus Ken Shamrock. The Rascals versus Dr. Wagner Jr., Aerostar, and Taurus. And the Call Your Shots gauntlet match, where the winner gets a future shot at the impact title of their choosing. Which begs the question why you wouldn't choose the world title. But hey, some people maybe don't want that world title. So that's the lineup for the Bound for Glory show. We've also got the announcement Shotzi Blackheart is signed with WWE. Uh, They shot an angle at Evolve 137 on Friday. She will be headed in her final indie date, Shimmer, on November 3rd. And in San Antonio, I'm sure, delighted that one of his wrestlers is now heading to WWE. And final battle for Ring of Honor, PCO, will be challenging Roosh for the ROH World title at final battle on December 13th. Let me repeat that. It is Roosh versus PCO for the ROH World title. Wow. What a match. Yeah, it's... Sure. It's going to be something. That is for sure. And both of those men obviously are insane. I, I, people sometimes forget how insane Roosh could be. But will he be Roosh? Or, or can he can he be Roosh in America? He just can't be Roosh in Mexico? Is that how that works? I don't know what he's going to be. Because we got Dragon Lee, too, which uh, he has been pulled out of the New Japan uh, Junior Tag League. I don't foresee that being an issue and i know that it's it's caused some agita for some people wondering about what is going to be the status of dragon lee in new japan pro wrestling look i i maybe he won't be there for fantastica mania obviously uh because he'd have to have some sort of interaction with his former cmll mates but it is difficult for me to believe with with kamiatachi uh still out there as the possibility, and who knows if Hiromu Takashi is coming back, but regardless of that, irregardless of that, Dragon Lee is still, I believe, going to be a player in New Japan, and there are very easy ways to work him around ever having to deal with anything uh, that comes with CMLL talent, which is very simply, you don't put him in the ring with anybody from CMLL, which is not an issue 99% of the time when it comes to New Japan. So I don't know what the status is going to be here in the States, um, if ROH has got any, if they can pick him up, you pick him up, whatever. I mean, especially if you're ROH right now, I think you got to do anything you can, uh, to, to create stars and throw things at the wall a lot, a hell of a lot harder than, than how they've been doing it with all the competition out there. So he would be a, a fine fit for them, but Bandito with his brother being there with a bunch of other stuff going on, it would be a good fit, even though I know the stakes are going to be pretty high to try to get him. 
John in Arkansas, you're on the air. What is going on? Uh, not much. Uh, I had a couple of quick questions for you. Uh, one of them that you just brought to my mind with the Dragon Lee thing. Um, first, congratulations to Shotzi Blackheart on her signing. I hope they allow her to keep her uniqueness in WWE that she has. Uh, my question concerning Dragon Lee and uh, Roosh, would, th- would they be able to somehow buy the trademark from CMLL for them to keep those names. John, my and friend. My, yes. My other my other one is, is the uh, Bound for Glory thing available on Fight TV tonight? Uh, Bound for Glory is next week. I want to thank you very much for the call. I presume it'll be available on Fight, but listen, John. In theory, yes, they could buy those trademarks from CMLL. But CMLL has banished them. So, no, they're not going to sell them those trademarks. It's just not going to happen. In theory, it could happen, but in this case, it is not going to happen. And really, I mean, look at their names, and I forget what they were, but it's like you can pull off having Roosh be, and I forget it was, like it was was Willie something. He can be with the white Bronco, you know, as part of his, you know, government name same thing with his brother you know you just you you make an, a, an allusion to it in the nickname but you just use his regular name i mean at this point i i don't even see why those guys why they would even bother you can still wear a mask and have your regular name and all that sort of stuff anyway so i think they could they want to separate themselves even more i think just going ahead and doing that is not the worst idea in the world john in long island you're on the air what's going on Hey, what's up, guys? So if I could uh, vent for a second, one thing I feel like AEW has over like any WWE programming, and this is going to help out in the long term, is that with WWE, I'm literally like ashamed to watch it. I don't want anybody to know I'm watching it. And I'm a 23-year-old college student, so I feel like I'm the type of audience these companies want to attract. But like, I just don't want any of my friends to know I'm watching it. I had my friends over a few days ago, and we're on the YouTube app on PlayStation, and one of the recommended videos is a raw clip, and the thumbnail is Bobby Lashley and Lana in bed together. And my friends just look at me, and they're like, dude, what the hell are you into? It felt like I was caught with my pants down. And with AEW, I never feel like that. Like, I'm okay to watch it in front of my friends. I'm okay to tell people, yo, check this out. I never feel that way with WWE. It just seems like it's for losers. And I don't know, maybe you guys don't feel the same way. That's just how I feel. Are you embarrassed when the Luchasaurus comes on television? See, I'm not. That, like, I don't know why. Like, when Luchasaurus comes on, I'm not. I am embarrassed when Dark Order comes out. I guess it's just, like, certain things. But for WWE, it seems like there's a lot more. And it was like when Ricochet came up on the screen on the draft, when he was drafted to Raw, the tagline for him is that he's WWE's resident superhero. Like, I think that's lame. Yeah, that was lame. I want to thank you very much for the call. I mean, listen, I brought up Luchasaurus because every time... I complain about Bray Wyatt. I have people go, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, AEW, there's a dinosaur there. This, they just can't get over this dinosaur thing, okay? Oh, that's so stupid. There's a few things, there's a few important things right here. Good. Number one, Bray Wyatt is supposed to be a supernatural being, okay? He came out of a hole in the ring and dragged Seth Rollins to hell. Now, before you WWE weirdos start writing me these baffling text messages, if you go to WWE.com, their words are, The Fiend drags Seth Rollins to hell. Those are their words, not mine, okay? 
Luchasaurus isn't an actual dinosaur. He's no. a dude who's big and strong, and he smashes people, and he cuts promos in English because he's just a dude, and he happens to wear a dinosaur mask that everybody loves. There's a big difference. Not only that, he's a guy who right now is in the tag team tournament. He's not fighting for the world championship and dragging a guy under the ring on the Fox premiere. When that happens on AEW, let me know. Yeah, but. Yeah, well, yeah but I mean, AEW. No, you know what the yeah, but is, bro? Yeah, the Undertaker. <clears throat> don't don't compare things to the Undertaker. You don't compare things to the Rock or see. I guess you can compare them, but see those things. They only happen once. Your Hulk Hogan's, your Luthez, Strangler. Once. That's what makes him unique, Gorgeous George. You can do a new spin on things. That that's great. But like to try to throw the Undertaker and to no how Kane has been presented for most of his career. We can look back with, with, with flowers and all that, you know, rosy colored glasses, but like it has sucked a lot of the time and it is embarrassing to watch a lot of the time. Do you remember when Paul bearer was killed in oatmeal? Do you remember that Brian buried alive? We were expected to see a man die. Do you remember when Tim white, Dude, you know what? Let me tell you, you remember something. When Tim white killed himself on TV all Mike, the time because of the undertaker, Mike, yes. if the angle would have been that he was buried in oatmeal, that's like dumb. But at least I can believe that they poured oatmeal on the guy. They tried to convince me that they buried him in cement. I know. And he was, like, killed in cement. Yeah. So it's actually less stupid to think they buried him in oatmeal. I can at least believe a guy could be buried in oatmeal. Who's the bastard that pushed him in a wheelchair off the top of the... uh, That was Edge. And Did Edge do any time for that, by the way? Of course not. Okay, just checking. All right, Ryan, what's on your mind? I'm a little bit upset with uh, EW. They stole the inner circle from a local group called Covey Pro Wrestling that was on television that consisted of Lewis G. Rich, and CEO. So even those wrestlers have called out the inner circle, and I'm stealing their idea. Really? They're called the inner circle? Mm. Well, this was years ago, like about six or seven years ago when Covey was yeah, but, on television. Oh, so, but Ryan, hold on a second. Hold on a second, Mike. Yeah. So so there was a group that had an inner circle seven years ago, and so Chris Jericho, you presume, was watching this local indie and saw the name of this group and stole it seven years later. That's your theory? Well, it was on even on DC television, which was where the first uh, oh. AEW show originated. Man, from. DC television, man. Yeah, uh, strong um, access to that in Tampa. Thank you very uh, much for the call, Ryan. Yeah, I'll make sure uh, to put a word in. Wonder what uh, what cable access channel that that was actually on, and and didn't they then, if they were the inner circle, steal their name from the the group, the Jamaican group that sang the Bad Boys theme for Cops? I don't know. Hmm. Hey, this guy's mad that SmackDown. It took them forty two hours to end up on Hulu. Well, we'll see. I mean. They signed a television deal that's very lucrative, and it's up to Fox when that ends up on SmackDown. Like, Fox isn't doing it to make you feel better. They they want viewers on Fox. So, like, you're lucky it's up 42 hours later, to be quite oh, frank. I'm surprised don't they don't make you wait a week. I, I don't know how that works. I don't know contractually. How to, you know, again, most, most things are usually up the next day, so maybe they had an issue with it or something like that. I think I looked at it. The the time, running time was two hours, I think, so they didn't cut it uh, any time off of it, I don't believe. But, uh, yeah, I don't I don't know what the issue is with that, although there is usually a really good turnaround time, including last week. This person here says, with AEW appearing to not connect with the older demos thus far, 
Do you think the elite joining WWE in January have hurt WWE's audience since they skew older and the group... Okay, hold on, buddy. You're totally backwards here. The reason that WWE is beating AEW in 50-plus is not because AEW is not connecting with people who are over 50. It's because over 50 is WWE's strongest audience. They are ridiculously strong in over 50. That's their that's their biggest audience. So what we're doing is we're comparing WWE's demo to AEW's demo. All it means is that WWE skews older. It doesn't necessarily mean that nobody over 50 is connecting with, with AEW or that if the Young Bucks had gone to WWE, it would have killed their numbers because over 50 wouldn't have wanted to watch the Young Bucks. You're, you're, you're out on a limb here. Person says, with NXT ratings dropping, how long until Vince makes Finn Balor the NXT champion? Well, I don't think he's going to make him the champion anytime soon, but I suppose it's possible. Inner Circle was the name of my first World of Warcraft guild. Oh, man. Was Jericho in it? Maybe that's where he got it from. This person wants to know if you can discuss Master P's purchase of House of Glory. Hootie who? Well, I mean, he bought it. I don't know what else there is to say. He bought it. He wants to do something with it. He was around in WCW in the year 2000. He was absolutely hated. But, like, apparently, apparently this is news in the rap world. So there you go. Back in a moment. It's over live. Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your card? repaired need home improvement money visit moneynow100.com if you need fast cash for any reason go to moneynow100.com good bad or no credit at all go to moneynow100.com you could get up to five thousand dollars as soon as the next business day go to moneynow100.com on your phone tablet or computer type in the address bar moneynow100.com that's moneynow the number 100.com
Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. 800 That's 800-223-0992. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Man, a lot of people upset about Chad Gable. First, Chad Gable, who the WWE seems determined to make into a walking short man joke, is three inches taller than a she New Japan portrays the toughest SOB on the roster. It should hardly be surprising Vince struggles to create new stars nowadays. Hey, well, Brian, do you, know, do you know who's showing up in Philadelphia uh, for AEW's TV? Taz? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how he was portrayed? Remember how he was portrayed in ECW? I remember ECW. I also remember WWE. Hey, listen, yeah, and, there's and a how difference he was portrayed in one and not the other. There's, there's a difference here, okay? And I'm not defending what they're doing with Chad Gable, but the difference is... Oh you don't realize how short Ishii is because the all-around New Japan roster is short. Shorter. In WWE, they hire all these people. For a while, like, you couldn't be hired unless you were over 6'2". That was Vince's decree for several years, actually. And, like, guys did get hired, but he didn't want to recruit anybody unless they were six foot two and 225 pounds or whatever. So you have all these hosses on this roster... And so, yeah, if you're 5'8", you look short. But the funny thing about Chad Gable is I think he's the same size as Daniel Bryan. I think he's the same size as AJ Styles. He might be an inch or two shorter. But the idea that he's actually short, like Rey Mysterio was probably a good six inches shorter than Chad Gable. He's not shorty Mysterio. I don't know what Vince's deal is where all of a sudden one guy who's like the same size as like ten other guys on the roster, suddenly he's short. Because he's the one guy who can legitimately kick ass, and maybe that bothers Vince. Who the hell knows? This guy was an Olympian, for Christ's sakes. All right, everybody, we're out of time. We're going to be back tomorrow with more. We're here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific 3 Eastern, Sundays 3 Pacific 6 Eastern, Saturdays 10 Pacific 1 Eastern. Thanks, Mike, as always, callers and listeners. Everybody in the studio, we'll talk to you again next time. Wrestling Observer Live. Wrestling Observer Live.